Welcome back to another edition of Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston, and it's a beautiful Sunday in the city. Always enjoy getting together with you for Mile High Magazine, and today is no exception. I have a very special guest. It's Papa Dia, founder of the African Leadership Group. Papa, how are you? I am doing outstanding, Murphy, on a beautiful Colorado. Yes, it's a beautiful day. And it's always fun to talk to you about the African Leadership Group and those that don't know about you. Explain what it is. Yes, my name is Papa. I'm the founder and executive director of the African Leadership Group. And the African Leadership Group is a nonprofit organization that's been around for 15 years that primarily focuses on facilitating the professional integration of the African in the diaspora in Colorado through social impact, economic impact, and educational impact. So, Murphy, we have several programs that we run from legal clinic, from home ownership, from business committee, uh, women empowerment, and it's all geared about really how do we help these African immigrants and refugees that made it to Colorado to speak English properly, to be fully integrated, and pursue the, the American dream in this great country. What a great idea. 15 years you've been doing this. Yes, been doing it for 15 years and spent uh, 18 years in banking. And uh, the last five years, I had an amazing opportunity to solely focus on running the organization and doing it full time. Well, what gave you the idea to start such a great organization, the African Leadership Group? What, 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 what came to your mind and said, I got to do something? You know, as you know, my, myself, I'm an immigrant from Senegal, West Africa. I studied law, but when I came over here, I, I could barely uh, speak English, obviously. And it was extremely difficult. And I find myself studying all over again. In fact, my first job, I was working at Tadat Cover bookstores oh. books and making $5.25. Oh, my goodness. And. Uh, and, and a year later, when my English got better, I transitioned and started working at, at the bank as a teller. So while I was there, it was very, very uncommon uh, to see African immigrants in the banking industry. And my fellow Africans would come and see me there. I started helping them uh, open their bank account, getting their first car loan. And they would go and tell other members of the community that we have a brother and next thing you know, Murphy, I literally have a line out of the door between 30 <laughs> and 50 Africans waiting for me in the bank lobby. And in the mix, people will bring translation paper, immigration paper. And I was spending a lot of time doing more social work than what I was supposed to do at the bank. And obviously, at some point, it was, it was a problem uh, with the bank. And, uh, and they, they literally wanted me to focus on what I was supposed to do at the bank and for the right reason, but I knew, I knew that I could not send these people away because I understood how vital it was to have somebody that can guide you through the process. Oh. I look around, nothing like that existed. I took it on me and started the African Leadership Group, and 15 years later, here we are. Oh, my God. That's a great story. And think of all the people you've saved and helped over the years, Papa. Well, yes, and one of one of one of the things that I still think about and and that had a big impact um, on me is a little girl, 16 years old, that from Ethiopia that came to the United States and needed a kidney transplant, and they needed to have over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Obviously, the parents did not have that money, and they approached me, and and I was able to work with them, and a partnership I had with the local bank was able to raise that money. 
work in collaboration with the hospital, and we were able to have the founder find a donor, uh, get the kidney transplant done, save a life today. She's married, have daughters, and, and living the American dream. Oh, congratulations to you. Let's back up just a little bit. I can't, I'm trying to picture in my mind you coming over from Senegal. You're a, a trained lawyer. You, you can't speak English. What other challenges you faced along the way, and how are you using what you learned to help other immigrants? Well, I, I, I faced so many challenges, but one thing that I will share with you, as simple as to kind of label the culture barrier. Here I am. Walking into Kick Super, trying to have breakfast, I found those uh, uh, those cake powder cake in a box, and with a beautiful picture of a cake on the box. And for me, in my mind, just getting here, I thought it was a finished cake, baked cake. So I grabbed three boxes, right, <laughs> thinking I'm gonna go home and open it up and enjoy my cake. And I went home and poured me a glass of milk, sitting down, opened one box, and I found powder. And I say it got to be a mistake from the factory. I opened the second one and, and powder again. So it just kind of gives you an idea, the culture barrier that you face as an immigrant coming here. The language barrier was real. Uh, and I still, I still go over it because it's my French accent that I have. But also just, just knowing, you know, how do I enroll my kids to go to school? What is the difference between child, public, private school? How do I do an interview to have the opportunity to properly uh, have a job? Where do I go to get a driver's license? There are so many challenges we face. And, and, and it's normal. If an American goes to Africa today, he will need somebody to guide him to help him navigate. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and that's exactly... Uh, and, and imagine now, those that came here as a refugee, that came from a village that never had the chance to pursue any type of education in Africa. So imagine what would be like for them in this country. Oh, boy. Everything is in writing, everything you got to read, everything is signed that you got to read to know where you're going. So those challenges are real, and we're just happy that we are part of uh, the community to bring our little change and contribution for the great state of Colorado we all call home. Well, when you came from Senegal, did you come right to Denver? Yeah, I came straight to Denver, actually, and, and it was around July and thought that the, the weather would be like this all year long. But imagine when I was outside waiting for the bus and next thing you know, it starts snowing. <laughs> I, I, I literally thought it was the end of the world. But, you know, uh, never seen snow in my life. And, and, and But now, you know, Colorado is a beautiful place. Uh, Shiny State, uh, love it. And since I've been here, I brought few hundred Africans to move to Colorado because of my great experience I have in this beautiful state. Well, you've, you're a good man for it. And I know you celebrate loudly and proudly each August where we are right now. What are you doing this year? You know, I, yeah, I want to go back a little bit, Murphy, and sure. share a little bit about the concept of African impact. And, and it's part of uh, some of the programs that we run. Because as immigrants, we pay taxes, we create employment, we, we, we own homes. We do a lot of things. Uh, to contribute to the great development of Colorado. And for me, it was just an idea to, to showcase where we celebrate proudly and loudly the impact we have in this state. Why do we want to do that? Because we want to really let all the African immigrants, for them to be able to know, you know what, what I do matters. 
And even if I'm, I do, I'm not doing it now, I have the opportunity to do so. Because if you don't celebrate yourself, nobody else will do it for you. True. And that's the concept we decide to have. And also build a bridge between Colorado and Africa, where we are bringing international artists from Africa, international vendors from Africa, international cuisine from Africa. So all together, we can embrace each other and celebrate each other. Because I think that's something that really makes Colorado the state that it is. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you might look like. We always embrace one another, celebrate each other, and care for each other. Well said, Papa. I agree wholeheartedly. Well said. So now you have a big party planned. We have a big party planned, and uh, this party's been uh, going on since the beginning on August 7th. And we are getting ready to, to wrap it up with an amazing program we're going to be doing in partnership, in partnership with the Arvada Center. And uh, the, the, the CEO of Philip is an amazing friend and supporter of the African Leadership Group that pretty much gave us the key to the Arvada Center. And we have an international renowned artist, Carlo D, coming to have a concert on uh, August 26th at the Arvada Center. We are extremely thrilled and excited about it to bring him, to show him, to showcase him so people can really get a chance to enjoy the African beat music that he's so good at doing so. Well, talk more about his music, Carla D. What is he going to do? Is it going to be kind of like Senegal music, stuff that you grew up with and we're going to learn all about that? You know, yes. Carlo is an Afrobeat musician and part of his music led by the African w- rhythm, you're going to find rhythm and blues from the south of the United States. You're going to find some notes that really came from all over. But one of the key things that's extremely interesting about Carlos' music, you know, Senegal has a lot of different ethnic groups. We have the Fulani, we have the Jola. So he was very smart of taking those beats from all those different ethnic groups and put it like a symbiose to represent the international Afrobeat. So if anybody is looking to learn and enjoy, what does it sound to have a music that represents the entire continent of Africa and part of America, you don't want to miss the concert of Kaludu on August 26th at the Arvada Center. And the Arvada Center is a very nice place to have a concert. Oh, especially in August, beautiful, beautiful. So... Uh, we uh, we and right now I am sitting right here at the Alvada Center. Carlo and I we are here to take another tour and for him to get familiar with the place. It's a beautiful place. But you know what I like about this place, um, Murphy, is just the openness to collaborate with other culture and other group. Good because idea. I think as a country, that's what we need. And they literally, literally gave us the key to the center today. When any time we walk into this building, we feel like we are home because how welcoming they are, and we're very excited about this partnership and collaboration with them. They're great people over there. We're talking to Papa Dia, founder of the African Leadership Group. they got the big concert coming up on August 26th. But I know you said tremendously throughout the month of August you do a lot of celebrating. So what else is going on? Well, we, we have also a home ownership that's happening on Saturday, August 21st, which is next Saturday. Because one of the things that we believe in as an organization, we need to build generational wealth. And we know and we know that the first step of building generational wealth is owning your own home. True. So on Saturday, uh, the 
first of August, we are doing the home ownership where we are really educating, mentoring, and coaching, identifying resources for the community members to go from renting to owning a home. We just finished our big gala at the Denver Botanical Garden. It was amazing. We did also a business summit where we were talking about business opportunity in Colorado and in Africa post-COVID-19 because we know this year and a half has been extremely, extremely challenging for all of us. And I think it's an obligation for us to identify the resources that exist from the state of Colorado and present it to the community. We did not leave the children behind because education is key to emerge to opportunity for any future. So we did an education forum where we have the stakeholders of the Colorado education system to engage with the parents and the kids to talk about this year, what's going to look like. So it's been just an amazing month, and we do this every year during the month of August where we celebrate proudly and loudly the impact of the African diaspora in Colorado. That's fantastic. So, Papa, tell me, if people want to find out more about the African Leadership Group, do you have a website, or how do they find out? Yes, there's so many different ways you can learn about the African Leadership Group. We have a website, usalg.org, usalg.org. We have a YouTube page, African Leadership Group Colorado. We have an Instagram we have a Twitter, so all the social media, we are very present. But our website, that's the place that will give you more in-depth information about all the programs that we do. But most importantly, who do we do it with? Our partners, our team, and the volunteers that we have in the community. All those information, you will find it on the website. And again, we are always open to collaborating and partnering with people. Because well, we know that our integration in this great country can only happen where we work with the U.S.-born citizen. Great, and I want great to use said. this opportunity today. If I'm here doing what I'm doing, it's greatly due to the welcoming spirit of this great nation, the welcoming spirit of the, all the citizens of the United States of Africa that welcome us, that allow us to have opportunities so we can be successful, raise our kids, have family here, and bring our contribution to this great nation. Well, well said. Way to finish it up. Papa Dia, founder of the African Leadership Group. Looking forward to the concert coming up on the 26th with uh, Mr. Carlu D. And continue all the great work you're doing, and we'll have you back soon. How's that sound? That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for allowing me to uh, share my ideas and thought with your auditors and look forward to working with you in the future as well. Absolutely. And you guys hang in there. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston, and we will be right back.